0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Flower Reiki. Reiki with flowers. Each flower has its own unique energy. Call to schedule a session to experience this beautiful healing energy. Call Pam in Phoenix at 303-359-9163. You can also find her here at Beyond Today at 11223 north 28th drive suite f like frank 101 and you can also call this number here at beyond today for pam for that beautiful reiki flower energy work at 602-374-4926 also here at beyond today we have sponsoring is with love they do uh yoga and different kinds of yoga, Vinasa yoga, Hatha yoga, matcha and meditations, Qigong. Call Beyond Today at 602-374-4926 and schedule a beautiful session with Beyond Today. You can also reach with love at 480-442-0258 here at Beyond Today.
1: Also sponsored by Beyond Today. A lovely place to have lovely friends. It's a community. It's fun. Come and join us today. We have Reiki shares. We have beautiful classes here. We have wonderful things that go on here on a daily basis. Check us out at beyondthenumbert.com. Beyond the number two, beyond the number two Check our website out. Lots of fun here at Beyond
0: Today. Also tonight's podcast is
2: sponsored by Krista Rimmer for Shifts and Giggles. My name is Krista Rimmer and I offer hypnotherapy and under hypnotherapy I offer, um, I do spirit releasement, karmic cord removals, and work on sacred contracts. You can reach me at 480-274-7482.
1: Welcome to Beyond Today's podcast, the Rod and Cindy Podcast how's everybody doing tonight lovely hey how's everybody out there doing tonight you guys doing out there good good small crowd tonight but it's because it was a little warm today i think everybody wanted to stay inside tonight is podcast 14 do you guys believe that podcast 14 already that's awesome
0: it's very awesome.
1: It's such a blessing. Yep. So having podcast fourteen, we thought we'd have a special guest, uh, uh, Krista Rimmer. Did I say your name right?
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: Right. Oh my gosh, I actually said it right. <laughs> Christ with an A. There we go. So I said I kept calling her Christ A. <laughs> so anyway, I laughed at that. Nobody else has to laugh at that. It's one of my bad jokes. I sure Zach will may have a rim shot for that one. Anyway, well, I'm so glad to have her here on, on Podcast 14. My name is Rod Lyman. Welcome to uh, our podcast. Tonight. Um, to my right, I have the lovely, lovely producer, Zach Lyman. He's the one that runs all the little knobby things over here and makes sure he points at us and tells us when to get off the phone and off the off the air and everything else. And that. So thank you for having us to your little studio, Zach. And to my left, I have the one and the only Cindy Mubi.
0: Hey, Rod, Zach, guests. Thank you for coming, Krista and Dr. Mike. Welcome. Thank you. I'm Cindy Muby. And who do you have to the left of you? I have Krista Rimmer, our special guest for this evening.
1: Well, hi, dear. How are you tonight?
2: Good, good. How are you both doing? Good. Good.
1: Well, I'm so glad you came tonight. Was it a rough trip here, getting here? it
2: was a little bit of traffic. A little bit not of traffic. Bad. Not well,
1: bad. Phoenix is known to have traffic, uh-huh. I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, isn't it nice? Uh, uh, behind the radio here, we don't have to be uh, uh, in the traffic right now. This is kind of nice. And, that. and uh, do you know the young man that's to your left? He has been around for a while now. This man, he is the man, the man with the tan. He has all these ideas, and he comes up with some wonderful strategic things, and and he is the master of gossip
3: sometimes. Um, His name is Dr. Mike. How are you doing? I'm I'm fine, Rod. I'm trying to think about the master of gossip. I'm not sure what how that goes. Awesome. Oh, gospel. Did I say gossip? I meant gospel.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Pastor Mike. Uh, right. Thank you, Rod. Uh, it's a, it's a pleasure to be with you all. We have you know the guests that you um, invite in always are stimulating, talking about spirituality and. Kind of a, our whole body, mind, spirit wellness. And I think that's, I know, you know, from those people gathered around the table here that that's a passion of what you helped to create through Beyond Today and Cindy. And I'm just meeting Krista tonight, but, uh, I know that this is a passion of, of how we not only individually create our body, mind wellness, but how we support other people on their journey as well. So always glad to participate and, uh, see what you're, what you're up to here at Beyond Today. I I love having you here. I mean, you have
1: a wonderful radio voice and that you you have a wonderful radio face and that. So we're always glad to have you here, Mike. So thank you, Rod. You know, I come up with something (laughs) for you new every time. That's good. I'm I'm happy to have a radio face. Awesome. (laughs) So tonight's uh, podcast is going to be about karmic cord removal, right? Is that what we're talking about? Karmic cord removal. How exciting is that? But before we jump into that. I heard that you did voices on the Rugrats.
2: Yeah. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, that is correct.
1: Well, what what did you do on the Rugrats? Um, Zach Zach really is a rugrat fan. <laughs> yeah, you know, I watched it with him too. You know, so
2: um this was back in the nineties when when the Rugrats were out really popular. Um and there is an episode, uh it's when Chucky had a girlfriend and yeah. Megan.
1: Megan, yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you remember that? <laughs>
1: That was awesome.
2: <laughs> episode was Cradle Attraction, and she's just she's just terrible to him. But that's how she shows she likes him.
1: Wow, aw, I love it. That's really great. Congratulations. I think that's that goes right along with all the the rest of the guests here and and uh, the host in that because Cindy was on uh, a very syndicated uh, TV show too that uh, she was a, a star on too. What was that?
0: Oh, Wallace and Ladmo, right Hi. here. The, from Phoenix. Isn't that amazing, man?
1: And, of course, you know, everybody knows that uh, um, Dr. Mike and that, he was one of the Little Rascals originals of the Little Rascals. (laughs) Is that true? No, it's not true.
2: Sorry.
0: (laughs) Sorry. And Rod was Ronald McDonald. (laughs) What are you laughing at, Zach, for? Yes,
1: I did play Ronald McDonald, but the Little Rascal down then there.
3: That, that maybe in a past life, all right? Because oh. I am—I I, may—I'm approaching fifty this year, but not eighty. So you know, right? Uh, was that back when the little rascals were on? Before? In the 1930s, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah. The 1930s, the 40s. Yep.
1: Yeah. Wow, Mike. Huh? There
2: was a new movie.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking—the new
3: movie one. Because I mean that was BC, you know. But I, I do have a YouTube channel myself. Uh, all music that I've composed. So that's uh, you're trying to think of like, where have we appeared? Well, they could find me on my YouTube channel.
1: I was just going to tell them that you're a famous composer and that, and, and uh, you have some really wonderful stuff that has come out. And, and what some of the like Boston, right? You had been to and, and other places that were the,
3: well, last were, year. I had premieres at St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City, uh, New York and, City, yes, and in Berlin. In, in Berlin Germany, too, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome.
0: That is
3: awesome. Great.
1: Congratulations. Yes, and then uh, Zach, who's over here, and that he's he's pretty famous at a lot of stuff too. Uh, he's a famous comedian, actually. If you guys didn't know that, uh, you guys check him out as Zach. You know, stand up live. You know, he's just pretty famous in that all over the place. Uh, he's got some great jokes about his mom. So uh,
0: <laughs>
1: his face is all red. I don't have an idea why. I it's his shirt. So karmic cord removal and that give me kind of an idea what that even is about
2: um what that how it came about the karmic cord removal is that um with my clients when they were coming in i was noticing that we would reach a like a kind of like an impasse like where they we couldn't go any further and i would rule out certain things right off the bat and um we would do like some kind of like age progression, um, age regression, just to see where it was coming from. If it was this life, it was a contract they made for this life. And then, or if it was a contract they made in a past life and we'd rule out spirit, you know, if they had a spirit attachment, we would go through all these things and there just wasn't like a, a proper answer for them that would, that seemed to help them That seemed to get them through what they were to get them to go on to the next level so they could get through what they were um, dealing with. And during a session, I, I and and cord cord removal is is something that's been done. Um, They talk about cord removals, like you have you can have cords to different things. This was more for me, like a karmic cord removal, because it didn't really have anything to do in this lifetime. It was almost like a residual memory, like your soul memory from a past lifetime um, with a past person, and in a past lifetime you would have had one contract and you would fulfill that contract. But sometimes the memory that it, it just kind of goes into that cellular memory and it carries with you into this lifetime. And there's no reason to relive that lesson. There's just no reason. It's kind of like cookies in a computer. You just build off of it and it comes really fast and you don't have to keep doing it over and over again. And, um, so what I, what I started doing with with the clients was doing a karmic cord removal. And I would have them, I would uh, you know put them under um, hypnosis and I would have them just go through their body and find like a, sp- a spot on their body that felt a- like the most tension. Cause sometimes they would just like name everything in their body, but just find the one part that was the most tense. Typically when it's a karmic cord, like something that's karmically affecting them in this lifetime, something they did in a past lifetime, it was around their heart, like their heart chakra. And I'm not sure if that's from the guilt or if there's like this connection because it's from somebody that's part of their, um, like their soul family that goes with them through lifetimes, but it's usually around the heart that the cord would, would come from. And I would have them give it a color. And then what I started doing was having them imagine that cord going back through time and space. And there are times when I would have um, them, the, and I would just get a feel when we were talking, when I would need to stop as we were going back. Sometimes we would go back to where they were sitting in the room making their sacred contract. Um, I know you guys had talked about sacred contracts with Courtney when she was here. And um, they would look at their contracts. I'd have them go through their contracts. Sometimes they're aware of where that court is going to go to. And sometimes they have no idea. Sometimes they're completely surprised. And I have them sit at that table and look through their contracts. And sometimes the court ends at the contract. And sometimes the court goes from the contract to another person. So if it ends at the contract, what I have them do, if this is an old contract, I'm going to Of past life, I have them look at it and read through it, and um, and then if it's something that they can honestly say that it's marked paid in full, I just have them say, just imagine anything you want, and you're stamping that contract paid in full, like if those big invoice stampers, I go and stamp it, stamp it paid in full, and then we and then we we remove the cord from them, and then we remove and then we remove the cord from the contract. We stamp after we've stamped it, and then we, we send the cord on its way and watch it disappear. And then we replace where the cord was. We replace it with light. You always want to, if you take something away, you always want to replace it with light because you don't want anything else moving in there.
1: When you say you send it away in that, uh, uh, I teach my clients that you have to go to a destination because there's a boomerang effect. Right. Do you believe in that?
2: Um. I do believe that they can call it back because if they keep thinking about it, they, that absolutely it, that they'll, they'll call it right back. Right. So, um, most of them set it on fire. And so it just, it's gone. Right. So they'll set so it on fire. So that is a destination. Yes. Right. So most of them will choose to set it on fire. I've had some choose to cut it up into pieces and bury it, which I'm not overly fond of. And, um, and I try to, I have only had one insist that it needed to be buried. Um, and I, I, had to know i had to believe that she knew her answer and that she knew what she needed but um didn't really like that one to be buried um most of them will set it on fire when i say when i say that it it, it, it send it on its way and you watch it it goes right. and you know goes up in flames and you watch it disappear
1: right because you need this ashes. to be pretty much permanent right you you, you want
2: it gone you want yeah. it gone gone right. yes
1: absolutely right. yeah, any other way that that it possible like burying it or or cutting it up or anything else that there's a possibility of it coming, you you calling it back because you have to go all the way. I mean, there's no looking back when you're, when you're cutting these, right?
2: That cord that she buried was actually, it was a karmic cord to a child in her past life. And I think that's probably why she didn't want to bury it Gotcha. because I think in her mind, she thought it was an, it was uh, in relation to the child she has in this lifetime. So there was that hesitation. So I just, in my, I just seal it with light and right. love as I'm, as she was bearing it, I'm sealing it with light and love. Um, just so that, and I told her not to talk about it for like, you cannot talk about this for at least a week.
1: Oh, that's great. So, yeah. But
2: uh, yeah, that was the only time that I was like, ah, oh, sit on fire, but <laughs> she didn't want to sit on fire.
1: But,
0: I had a couple questions. I'll just start with one and then I'll ask another one in a few minutes. Um, can you see the cords on on the people on your clients?
2: Um, for me, um, I do a lot of work over the phone. Um, a lot of my work is done over the phone um, through Skype and things, and I don't really see it. Like maybe because it's the computer, um, but I feel it. I usually feel it, and that's when I I wait until I feel it, and then I and then I'll ask them, "Oh, is it here?" and then, or, or "Where is it located?" You know, and then I. Okay. And then I and then I know. And sometimes I sense a color. Um probably about 80% of the time I'll sense a color to it. Mm -hmm. But I don't see it. I just sense it. I guess I'm not really visual though.
0: I'm kinda curious, me being a little bit of the color girl, when you ask them to put a color to it or when you see a color, is is it a specific color, you know, when we talk heart the heart, typically it's a heart chakra color, pink or green. Have have people mentioned other colors? And if so, do you can you explain what those colors represent or what they mean to you or them?
2: Um usually like um usually the the color is red. Okay. Um typically they'll do red, which even though it's going here, there's there I feel like it goes to the heart because there's like some there's just like there's some guilt maybe holding in that space in their heart. Um red, I'm thinking they're seeing red because this is affecting their ability that's a root chakra that's affecting their ability to have a strong tribe here um to to have that strong foundation here is because they've got this residual cord um you know basically buried in their cellular memory so typically red um and sometimes it'll be purple or you know um it just it's it's hardly ever is is a green and pink even though it's located in the heart
3: So we—it's fantastic to hear this process that you're working with that you've developed. It sounds like you've worked intuitively. You know the training you've had with hypnotherapy, but then kind of gone off—not gone off, but gone onward—to to be able to explore this. And I, I'm thinking about people out there that saying, "Oh, this sounds really interesting, but I've never done hypnotherapy, and I'm afraid of what will come up." Do you? How do you help clients kind of walk through that step, the steps of it? Um, uh, introducing them to hypnotherapy and then kind of taking them, you know, to those next stages, you know? So how do you, how do you help people who if somebody walked in and saying, I'm really afraid of what's underneath the surface here, how do you, what, what do you, what do you think?
2: Um, typically for doing the karmic cord removal, it's after they've had a regular hypnotherapy session. And um, what I'll do is, you know, I tell them the normal things like I've ever driven and just kind of gotten somewhere and, and I said, well, basically, you're you're under a hypnosis, and, and I talk about, um, I, I do like a low level. I go, let's just do a meditation. Is how I usually say, let's just do a meditation. Let's just let's just do some relaxation, and then I'll do I'll use like you know Linda Bennett's script for um, liquid relaxation, just so they can sense the relaxation that they will have, and also understand why they're while they're under hypnosis that they have complete control. That they can they can look up they can move their arms they can move that, that they have complete control the entire time that they're under hypnosis um, they can speak they can but th- usually they're just so relaxed they don't really care.
3: So why is it important you know to, you know to moving into that you know hypnosis you know is such a, a you know a wonderful tool but what's you know why is this I uh, kind of articulate a question here it's like. You know, hypnosis can be used for you know smoking cessation. You know, to stopping smoking. And there's some things that are very practical. And uh, and it sounds like you're working in a realm where hypnosis is used on a very spiritual level. And so, how why is it that you know we, why is it that hypnosis is a key part of this process?
1: why why you're why you're putting that together let me throw let me throw that because that's a really good question because but let me throw something else and to add to that because i really like that where you're going with this that because we beyond today we've had a lot of hypnotherapists here and that they do they work on a lot of basis of of tobacco you know addictions and things like that and you know this is where, where you're going with this and that i mean this is you know some of this past life stuff that we're bringing in and these cords and karmic cards and that are kind of an addiction to us because we've lived it, our life that way too and so i just wanted to throw that out too, And Then, sorry Derek, i didn't mean to that yeah. uh, but uh it, it's amazing work though
2: it's a, it's a really good question um for me at hypnosis um if you've been through something traumatic the worst possible that you're afraid of is something coming up that you don't think you can control coming up. Um, With hypnosis, you don't necessarily have to talk about those things that you don't want to come up. And they won't come up if you don't want them to come up. And I've had many... I, I think once people experience just a small part of the hypnosis, it makes them feel comfortable. It makes them feel safe. And it is very important in this kind of work um where you're de- dealing with like spirit releasements and you're you're dealing with um the cords that are stopping you from living and being your highest self it's very 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 important to have trust and hypnosis and the relaxation uh, really helps um it really helps build that trust more more so than any modality that i've worked with um I, I use a lot of modalities. I, I mean, I use Reiki and I use cards and I use toe reading and I, I use life coaching. Um, hypnotherapy gets to the root and cuts out all of the shift. I guess it just cuts it all out and you don't have to, you just don't have to keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. Um, like traditional, maybe like traditional therapy. Um, and, and,
1: well, you're you're hitting on something that we all understand here. I mean, we love this because, first of all, non-judgmental, safe place, and everything else. That um, uh, there's people out there that need that. I mean, just to be safe, to have somebody talk about and talk to. In, in that. I know Cindy and her clientele that. They're the same way in that they have to feel safe in, yeah. in this environment. And you're right, hypnotherapy is huge because it gets it gets to the core of everything, and it pulls things out that that maybe you weren't expecting to come out too. Sometimes in that aspect, some,
2: some, yeah, I mean sometimes it, sometimes some crazy stuff comes out. Um, and I deal with I deal with the, as as much as I said when I was taking classes. I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to deal with that. I deal with that all the time. Uh, everything I said I didn't want to deal with, I deal with. I deal with very dark subject matter, very dark. And I think that's really why I love the beauty of, of hypnosis, because someone has to be able to trust me to lead them through something that is is scary. And... um the karmic cord is probably like that is probably the least scare of the scary things that i do um least intimidating i guess for people to to overcome and hypnotherapy is such a beautiful bridge between people that are you know uh, super let's just say super spiritual and people that are like uh you know um maybe a little bit less <laughs> spiritual um a lot of people know something about hypnosis, even if it's just like stage hypnosis. Um, the difference being with, with hypnotherapy is that there is a therapeutic goal with the hypnosis as opposed to just like, let's see what crazy thing I can get this person to do. It's, it's a therapeutic goal. My goal is to help the client help themselves overcome this huge obstacle that's been in their life all this life, maybe all last life. I mean, who knows when? And even if you don't believe in past lives this life this life right now
1: so, so what, how does that tie into the karmic cord now and then the aspect of that like you just said about past lives and everything else in that how far back do we carry this the karma
2: i had a client that carried her karmic cord um back to it was back to like the 1700s and it went through two lifetimes and she just didn't. I'm just getting like chills. Um, she just <laughs> didn't understand why, in this lifetime, um, she just had why she couldn't just let her sister live her life. Why she felt she was so responsible for her. And we were talking, and I said, "I go, do you? I mean, I've known you since you were two. I mean, do you realize that when you were twins, when you were inside your your mother's womb, that you were the smaller twin? You gave up life. You gave up food." for your sister and then later you gave up your um when her sister was having you know problems and they were you know sent away they both had to go away even though it was only one you gave up your life you gave up your your high school you gave up you know and then now you're under stress you can't get pregnant again so you're giving up baby's life i mean you're giving up life have you ever wondered why that pattern is there why 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 is this here do you feel that you owe life to her and she said no i don't and i said so why are you still doing this and so we, we went back to a past life and way back. And it turned out her sister two lives back had had died for her. And the contract was, I'm going to die for you in this lifetime. And you're going to die for me in the next lifetime. That was the contract. I provide this for you. You provide this for me. You have to have light and you have to have dark. You can't have just one without the other. You have to experience both sides. And so, so we, she, her sister died for her. Then in the next lifetime, we went back to this lifetime and I called it the Sarah Plain and Tall Lifetime because that's how I, I saw it in my head was she was standing there and I see like there's a house in the distance and she's standing there in this big field of, of wheat or something. And she has a big old bushel on her back and the behind her is all clear, but all she can see is what's in front of her. And her husband had some injury. Her husband was her sister in that past life. Her husband had some injury and was in the house, like drinking and not doing anything. And she was out there having to do all this farm work and she couldn't handle it. She just couldn't bear it anymore. And she decided to commit suicide. Wow. So in her mind, because she didn't die for the person and she didn't like basically work and work and work until she died. And because she took that out when it came through, she carried that karma. She carried the karma that she didn't fulfill that contract. Wow! And so in this lifetime, she has kept giving up life. Wow! So that's,
1: that's amazing.
2: It 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 was. It, I mean, I didn't know where it was going to go, but <laughs>
1: wow! So <laughs> but can you see without hypnotherapy, in that, can you actually see things? In that? I
2: I saw that I I I have a really strong connection with them um, because I've known them since I was real little, um, but I I saw that that her, that lifetime very clearly, very clearly I saw her.
1: So, so just, just to ask you a question here and that on the panel here, do you see anything with us in our past lives? Any of us?
2: Um,
1: I don't I'm kind of putting you on the spot. I know, but I just, I'm kind of curious. And that, you know, I, I, as you said that story, I could see the picture very well. And when I see a picture very well, like I, what way you did, you described and everything else, I know you can see things. And that's what I was like, oh, she can see things. What do you see? And so I'm I'm not testing you. I just want to know what you see, what you see.
2: For, I just like for us, like everybody up here, I just see like, I just see green. I just see, like, like green, like as far as the eye can go, just wow. green, 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 green till it hits the blue. And it's just like waves and waves of green.
1: Anybody particular or just all of us that green?
2: I see us like standing and then looking like straight ahead and it's just green. And I don't see like, usually the lives will come up when I see things is, um, is usually when I'm, I, well, I'll, so like, I'll tap into someone sort of, I guess you tap in, um, and I'll tap in, like, if I think that they're suffering a lot, um, I'll tap in just to see where it is to see if I can like, kind of like hold it for a space, which is everything that you're not supposed to do, but, um, (laughs) sorry,
1: but that's your own,
2: but that's, I do that. Um, and I just hold it I just, you know, kind of hold it for a little bit. That's when I usually see it. Is when I tap into them. Okay. So I don't. I'm not tapping into you guys right now. Right. Well, wow. so is there
1: anybody particular that you'd like to tap into? It's,
2: it's it, like I keep tapping into yours. <laughs> I,
1: I, I can feel you going right past me. I know that you. It's you're drawn to Zach for some reason, and, and that's why I'm very curious about that. Is that because I can feel that? And so, is there something that you see or feel with them
2: well with i i just um i just i just keep seeing that that like like very strong like very like there's a very like older like maybe like um like like 29 like to 30 and like really 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 strong um i think it's like i don't know like armor that looks like um but it's like kind of like the armor that looks like it's metal, maybe it's like Asian, and it has like the long. But has like it looks like kind of like a metal skirt, but it has like two parts that go samurai, maybe. But it's Asian. It's not like Scottish or anything. It's Asian. Um But it's it's like, and then and then the hat. But he, he's not like like the highest of the of the people in the in that little army thing. But like maybe like third. Mm. But I, I just see that this. The strength is what I keep seeing is the strength. That's the word that keeps coming to mind. Strength, the strength. And, um, and I think it, it comes into this lifetime. Um, and maybe you hold back a little bit sometimes, um, um, because there was great ego back then maybe. So, so this time, um, maybe you pull back on it cause you know that you have great strength. So it just feels like, um. I think you harness it very well this lifetime. And maybe not so much last time when you were like killing people but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see the card he drew this one, today?
2: He was laughing cuz he had power.
1: Yes, the power card. That yeah, then you saw the strength within him that.
2: The strength was yeah, power like power strength. Like when I think of strength, I usually think of more like battle. Power is like for me is like internal and like strength is like external, I guess. Hmm, okay so when i see when i was watching like when i was watching him it was that's what i was seeing was the like more the,
1: the strength the
2: battling yeah right. yeah the physical strength <laughs> <laughs> the physical strength
1: yeah very physical <laughs> say it again physical strength yeah yeah. that's that though you know he he's a beast so yeah he's he's got a lot of physical strength with with it so and, did, what do you think of that like you got his thumbs up that's pretty amazing
3: So, uh, you know, it's uh, fun sitting here and kind of observing this process and, you know, the information that you can get for somebody else is, you know, that's, you know, then Zach gets to choose what he can do with that information. And I think that's what I was listening to you earlier talking about your process of helping, guiding somebody through the karmic cord release or past life is that uh, what I heard earlier is that, it's really crucial that the person takes responsibility at a certain point. It's not like you can't give them all the information and saying, oh, look, I did this work for you. Now go and be happy. What, what's, what is the key element you know, the one, I mean, that you understand that how much you can do for somebody and when they have to take over for themselves?
2: The key, the key element is that they have to come to the conclusion themselves. I can guide them and I can lead them, but they have to do the work and they have to come up with the conclusion themselves. I can see something, but if it doesn't resonate with them, it does not matter what I see. It has to resonate. It just has to resonate. I don't usually tell them what I see unless they are just struggling. Then I'll say, "Does how does this resonate with you? Um, does this resonate with you?" and um, and try to. But I don't. I don't like to put answers in their head because the most powerful. The most powerful sessions have always been when they've come to the conclusion themselves. When they find the answers for themselves, it has the most impact. When she started putting the pieces together of how much she has given up, it was that's what gave her the strength to cut the cord. Right. That is what gave her the strength. Because otherwise, who's going to cut the cord to their sister? You don't, you know, I mean, you know, nobody. Nobody's no. going to want to do that. But if it's if it's you're like, hey, this isn't the core. This isn't the proper core. This isn't the, the contract you made for this lifetime. This is residual memory. You know, it's the, it's the cache in your computer. Clear it out. Sorry, I'm doing computer references, but
1: that's all right. No, it's
2: <laughs> but clear out that. Clear it out because it's just it's just slowing you down.
1: Well, it is, and that's uh, that's. Uh, I, I love watching as you was working with Zach and everything else that uh, seeing how you take it. But you're right. It's like you here's the book you now figure out what you need to do with it and everything else get rid of it but my question really is about you said there's it's not the right cord that is there's different colors in the cords and and you have to know which cord cut like you know like a bomb it's like you gotta cut the <laughs> Got to cut the blue cord okay don't cut that one <laughs>
2: I usually ask them where they're feeling the most. I, I do like a, a low level, um, just like a guided kind of uh, relaxation uh, meditation, just have them feel where they feel the most tension. If they've been talking to me for like the 30 minutes prior um, in our intake and they're talking to me, they're going to start feeling tense, issues in your tissues. They're going to start feeling that tension somewhere. And wherever, wherever that is, it's going to just um, connect into there and uh, they'll, they'll feel that tension so I'll say, just go tell me where you feel tension. Now, where do you feel the most tension? And maybe it's not tension. Maybe it's it's like maybe it's a burning sensation. Maybe it's an overwhelming sadness. Where do you feel the most emotion or sensation or feeling? Where do you feel that in your body? And that's where I go. And then I'll, I'll I tap in just to make sure because sometimes they tap into an attachment. Right. And so I tap in first just to make sure they're not hitting an attachment because that um, would um, kind of I mean, if it goes that way, it goes that way. Like sure. I always call it a choose your own adventure because who knows where it's going to go. I've talked to people, and all of a sudden, like a man's voice comes out of a woman's body, and you're like, "Okay, let's go," you know. <laughs> Wee, and so <laughs> Cindy does the same thing. Yeah, you're just like, okay, all right, it's a party, and so um, you never know what's going to happen. So I, I, um, I really uh, kind of let them feel where it's at. Um, and I don't say, oh, no, that's not where you feel. I mean, I don't, I don't. Right, right. I like, don't they, right. they have to feel it. Right. Because if they feel it, they're also going to feel what it feels like to not have it. Right. Because they need a contrast. Like I was saying that the, the good and the bad, the light and the dark, the yin and yang, you have to have both because you don't know light without dark. You don't know dark without light. They have to feel the pain and the, whatever it is that sensation that cord is causing, they have to feel that before they can feel the release. Right. Then you Then it's just much more powerful. So um, I've had people have attachments that have gone to the contract room. I call it the contract room because I just go through there. Um, it's just something I, you know, I just, you know, I have them go there. I have them look at the contracts. But I've had them say, "No, the cord's going under this other door." I'm like, "Okay, let's follow the cord." <laughs> so we follow the cord, and and um, and sometimes it's just gone to another person, and they either recognize the person that they the energy of that person in this lifetime, or they. Um, or they know who it is. Right. Um, I had one, um, one woman who just could not stand this person at her job, just could not stand him. And she didn't know why. And he was really, really mean to her. So he would say terrible things to her. And she had no idea why. And, um, and so when she went past the table and went under and she went under the door and so I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and open the door and see where we go. And, and, um, and she saw, and it wasn't, him in this lifetime it was a sensation of him from a past life and she had had cheated on him and her her love she had cheated on him and she was he and and she let him go for somebody else so in this lifetime he was very aggressive with her said mean things and she was always they worked together she's always being afraid she's always afraid of being let go I'm like, why would you be let go? Like, you're like the top producer. Why would you be let go? And she just she couldn't explain it. She's afraid every single day of being let go because of that cord that attached to him. I'll be done. So so we removed the cord. Well, this was like one of the first ones. So we removed the cord to the contract, but we didn't remove it from him, just her part. So he came in the next day and the cord to him went to his belly. And the cord from her went to her from her heart to the contract. To his belly. So I just did the, the contract court and I did that contract, but I didn't do anything with him because I didn't, at the time I thought, oh, you have to have his higher power to say it's okay. So I just left the court and he came in the next day and was just my stomach hurts so bad. <laughs> and so, and she's telling me, she goes, she's thinking now, now they all think I do voodoo there. So, um, and I'm like, I didn't do voodoo, but she, he was complaining about his stomach hurting really bad right. the next day, like for no reason, like my stomach's hurting so bad. I don't know why. And he was really nice. He was a lot nicer to her. He was, he, he had mellowed out a lot. So I said, well, can I remove that cord now? <laughs> like, are you, and she's like, okay. But you know, but I think part of her, I mean, um, I, and so I, I just went through and I asked, you know, his higher power, you know, is it okay? We, we agreed This right. contract is done. Can right. we just, can we remove that? So he, you know, I don't know if it was just, maybe he, he drank a lot the night before. I don't know, <laughs> but we don't know what it was, but wow. he, he came back and he, he had to leave early because of his stomach hurting wow. so bad. So I
1: <laughs> one, one thing that I got before, because I know my question that is that I just want to say all of us together issue in the tissue.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that issue, issues in the tissues was a great phrase. I, I all, of us, that, yeah, know, like, all of us, you sparked that. I think all of us recognize right away that sense of, um, you know, we store all of this. We store a lot of this in our bodies, you know, at the, and on a cellular level, but on a energetic level, all those things, you know, the sense of, you know, uh, and that our bodies can be our guide, you know, through. I mean, I'm hearing you say that, you know, say check in with your body. and And that's what we, in our modern age, we're so disconnected from our bodies mm-hmm. that it's uh, the work that I'm doing exploring just on my own self for myself is just finding out more and more about you know what am i holding on to that's limiting me right now and uh, and checking in with the body is uh, really important um but your story there reminded me of a uh, when the first time i ever did work like this was uh, back 20 mm, 23 years ago i guess 24 years ago i had a, a shaman Native American shaman, and she did this work long distance, and she, it was kind of, it was all about um, cutting cords, and I'm trying to remember, oh, it was a it was soul retrieval, that's what this, it was a, it was called, you know, soul retrieval, and she did this work, and and she said, oh, wait, you know, you have this cord that goes to this specific person, and she told me who it was, and she said, I'm gonna cut that cord for you, you know, and and then she said, and, but she says, but most likely the people that we have these big, these major chords with, she goes, that person's going to contact you within 24 hours. And I said, I knew who it was. And I said, there's no way on earth that person will contact me or call me, you know, and the very next day, I mean, right after this, you know, within 24 hours, that person called me and I was floored. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you, I mean, you're, you're smiling and like you recognize that that's that idea. Tell us more about what's going on. Cause that related to your story that this guy actually had, had a physical manifestation of a cord being cut, but what's also, I mean, that whole idea that people will contact you. What's that all about? Or they may, you know,
2: um, it's, it's just that sensation. Like we have these connections with people and, um, you, you, like you'll meet people and you'll be like, oh gosh, it feels like I've known them forever, and they're strangers, and you feel these connections. And, um, and you and before I really explored this part of of um, of my life, um, I didn't. I, I knew that I would meet people and be like, well, oh, I think I I've, I've known them for a long time. I'd have these these commonalities of the synchronicities with them, and there are chords between people that especially past live cords are so powerful that if you were to remove them, it's kind of like that phantom limb thing. You still feel it. And it's, it's, you, you'll, you'll feel it when it's removed. And that's why sometimes like I, I don't know how many people are aware of removing, um, you know, those kind of cords. But sometimes you'll feel like a sadness when you think about somebody and they may or may not know what they have done, but they may have just let it go. You know, just have let that attachment to that idea. I mean, we hold ourselves prisoners to so many things and there's no lock. There's no I mean, we're, it's, it's the, the cage is open and we can walk out at any time. But we hold ourselves prisoners and sometimes people just let it go. And they're like, you know, what? I don't I'm OK with that. I learned a lesson. I'm OK with that. The person that was the, the main person that maybe they thought that they were a captive to, um, they'll feel it they'll feel that, you know, it's just like having like a really toxic relationship. And when somebody starts to pull away, they're like, wait, what? You know, um, it's, it's, it's just like that because the bond that is so strong.
3: So what do you suggest to clients? You know, once you when they these cords, they've gone through this really great work for themselves. They've helped, you know, you've helped them to cut cords. They cut cords, they go back to the contracts, they burn the contracts or whatever the process is for them to, to kind of create closure for themselves. and, and that person, well, what do you suggest saying, you know, so that you, you know, because like, what if this person does? What if somebody tries to contact you? And they're trying to somebody's trying to reestablish contact, you know, on some level. What do you suggest to clients to help them to keep their boundaries?
2: Um, Typically, when it's a karmic cord, that's mostly what I do. Is the karmic court? It's not this lifetime. It's like it's a past lifetime that's created some kind of. Karmic spiral in this lifetime. Um, usually, with those, the because we're healing it as um, it's not so much cutting is so. Um, there's a to me, there's like that that harshness as opposed to like we remove it, we remove it, we replace it with light. So cutting somebody off is harsh to me. Like if I'm cutting you off, it's harsh, but I'm going to remove myself from you and I'm going to seal that space where I was with healing light, it's pretty cool. I mean, that's like a nice way to break up with somebody, I guess. But <laughs> but I don't think they feel – they just might feel like like it's a sensation, like I should call this person, and then they call. And typically with the karmic cords, and it's got chills, um, typically with the karmic cords there's a lot of healing in that in that conversation and that um, – you know um, that meetup again. Um, if they do contact the person, there's more. There's a little more healing and understanding because those walls, that karmic part of it, that residual stuff in the past is gone. So we're dealing with just this present day contract. No, that you know, none of that old stuff.
1: Really quickly, in that because uh, Zach's doing the little finger thing. And I means, have a
2: couple questions. I know. Real
1: quick. I know. Go. That's go ahead. You first. Okay. Oh. Oh. You sure? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Girl, so real first.
0: quick. Um, I decided to do a, a hypnotherapy session um for shifts and giggles just to see what it would be like and oops maybe I shouldn't have but maybe I should have <laughs> cuz something came up and so I'm wondering um without you know telling the story we don't have time anyways uh do you think possibly I should go back and revisit that and then cut that cord of what I had seen
2: um I would say I would say um, I do. I, I mean, I always offer like a, the free 30 minute intake always um, and going in just to see what it is. And, um, and maybe there's just a little bit more healing that needs to be done. Cause maybe if you cut it, there is some kind of abruptness to it that you weren't ready for maybe. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of you that resisted it. Um, but maybe just going in and just kind of smoothing out that edge to it. Okay. And, um, and if it was a karmic cord. Just making sure that the other, wherever that cord went is also filled with light. Because if you leave it empty, then, you know, it's, it's just going to create. Car- karma from the past affects everything forward and it goes everything back. If you heal yourself now, you heal, e- you heal your descendants and you heal your ancestors. Mm. And that's why it, it's just, it's really good to make sure that when, whenever you remove anything, you always heal it with light. And if you're feeling like you're feeling off, then I would say, yeah, let's, let's go back and see what's going on. Let's let's just see, like, there because something else might have come up because it's kind of sometimes it's like, like it's a clog, like and there's like a clog and you pull out one thing and sometimes it's slow to get to the top and then all of a sudden something else comes up and it's like and then a lot of things come up so it could just be the one thing. And then all of this other stuff might come up a lot more healing might be attached right. to that one little part. Okay. All right.
0: Well, maybe I might have to have a session with you to clear that up. And then one quick, quick, quick question. I'm sure it's a quick answer. So uh, earlier in, in the podcast, we were talking you were, we were talking about colors and mm-hmm. typically in the heart zone area, you see the colors or the client will share a color. Um, crazy enough recently, uh, uh someone asked me what color I see in my heart area at that particular time and day or moment, whatever, I saw yellow. And I didn't know how to, me being the color girl, I didn't even really quite know how to understand it. But I think talking to it with my friend, I think we kind of figured it out. But I just was wondering what your first thought
2: was. The first thought, like yellow in the heart, I I think it's more of like you're holding on to um, some, that's usually like some kind of like, maybe guilt associated with something um cuz it it or you're feeling like not enough um, it, it there's there's two there's two just totally different things but cuz it's growing from the yellow but it's coming up and so it and it could just it's almost like I think like you're trying to get it out so it blocks here and it really it's something that needs to be said like if there was a point this is, I'm, I'm just feeling that, but mm-hmm. if there's something that needs to be said that wasn't said and it's stuck right here, and you, and you need to like push it out because that yellow that was here is moving up, and you're and it's going to start affecting like your throat area, and right now it's stuck here in the heart, and it's it it could be like that feeling of of of, of lack somewhere or feeling like not enough, and um, sometimes that's like old childhood like um, guilt or. Um, I know that the enough part keeps coming into my mind. That that is like
1: the good daughter syndrome.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're
1: welcome. A really quick question: That Cindy and I did past lives together. That we have lots of past lives, tons of past lives together. Can I cut those off?
2: Am I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I cut
1: them
3: off? Can I cut them off?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. There are lessons that you learned, and you don't go back to past lives to say, like, oh, I was a soldier. I was Cleopatra. You don't, you go back to past lives to, to, because le- you don't want to keep doing the same lessons. That's like if every year you go back to school, it's third grade, and you had to start over in kindergarten, learn your alphabet. Nobody wants to do that. Like, if you've been here 100 times, why would you want to go back and learn the lesson you learned in life five? Right. So you go back to past life because maybe you forgot the lesson. And, it, and you go to the moment in that life that's going to give you the lesson that you need for this life. That's why you do past lives, not to reminisce or anything like that, or get stuck back in, you know, Egypt or something. It's well, just I
1: kind of like reminiscing with her in the past lives, so though. We've done a lot of fun things together, so it's, <laughs> kind, of, it's kind of like taking a retreat. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
2: and it, no, and it's in, and that's very much, but in, but it also it and you know when it brings it forward into this life it just i mean it could it could give that retreat feeling it gives you something that you're needing in this lifetime right maybe remember to take a break remember to to you know know what's important to you um it gives you some form of reminder when you go back to those lives fabulous
1: i just love that stuff mm-hmm. um can you come back and do another podcast with us oh sure we'd love to have you back then oh, thank you. Uh, it was a great pleasure having you here tonight uh, um do You have something coming up? You have a class or something you want to poke out there? Or?
2: Um, I don't have any classes right now. Um, I will be doing. Um, I'm. I am going to be doing some more um, YouTube videos. Um, and uh, and you can catch me on my YouTube. It's under Krista Rimmer, and um, I will be doing some more videos in regards to uh, to hypnotherapy and my own self healing. And, um, but I do, I do offer free 30 minute intakes. And so if people just want to get like just a sensation of, of, of hypnotherapy, or they just want to see if if it fits, if it's a good fit for them, they're welcome to contact me and, um, and do the 30 minute intake. It's just, you know, 30 minutes and we can see what works for them.
0: How do we contact you?
2: Uh, phone number is 480-274-7482.
1: And that phone number again?
2: Four eight zero two seven four seven four eight two. Thank you,
1: thank you, Mike. You have anything coming up here, except for your uh, wonderful
3: weekends that you always. you have any traveling plans? I should say the traveling plans. You're always traveling. Um, I'll be speaking at a, a retreat in Tahoe at the end of September, so I'm looking forward to that. Getting prepared for that, a spiritual retreat. Was uh, oh, that the one you didn't invite me to? Uh, uh, but the invitation must have got lost in the mail. I'm sorry. Okay. Right, right, yeah. So. anyway no that i'm looking forward to that i mean because for me uh speaking at a spiritual retreat like that is about my own spiritual growth and saying it's 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 responsibility taking responsibility for who am i and how do i show up in the world and so i love those opportunities that come up because it's like saying it's a way for me to check in with myself and say all right how am i how am i being responsible to the gifts i've been given and um and uh, and i and i appreciate the the environment where people like that can you know, spend time thinking about spiritual issues, but also saying I'm take responsibility for my own growth. So, and, and have the opportunity to support each other. Beautiful, beautiful. Cindy, what do you got coming up here?
0: Um, I believe there's a color class coming up in October. I'm drawing a blank on the day, but, uh, if you go to beyond today's website, you will find it there. Also, um, if you sign up for an energy color energy session with me, uh, you can get $10 off.
1: Oh my gosh. What a deal. $10 know, off
0: $10 off.
1: How do they reach you to get this $10 off coupon?
0: Yes. You can reach me at beyond today at six zero two three, seven, four, four, nine, two, six. Awesome. Thank
1: you. Why are we laughing? Oh, well, nothing. The crowd out there is laughing like that. Sorry. We didn't get out to you guys. Any questions out there? Um, Sorry about that. Um, we have some wonderful stuff here happening at beyond today. Um, there is a pinpoint class coming up here. That's pretty exciting to learn about meridian points and, and touch therapy with that pinpoint class. It's a five week course, and I am teaching it. So that'll be pretty fun. Uh, We also have the Indian head massage class coming up here, which is really fun. Uh, We've been giving out doing Indian head massages here at Beyond Today. It's been a lot of fun practicing and playing with that. Uh, I think Cindy has a fair coming up in September. I'm not sure the date of it yet, uh, but we'll we'll get back to you on the dates. You can go to Beyond Today and see those. Um, You get a lot of great things. If you want to reach me at Rod Lyman, I'm a motivational speaker. I am a structural therapist, I am a medical intuitive, I am an instructor, and I'm here at Beyond Today all the time. I think I live here. Uh, you can reach me at 602-374-4926. Zach, you have anything you want to add? All right, he shakes his head no. So we're going to leave you guys with some beautiful outgoing music as we say good night to everybody. Night, Mike. Night, Krista.
3: Good night
0: Rod good Good night night, Cindy good Good night night, Cindy good night everyone thank you Krista good night night,
1: crowd good night Billy good Good night. night good night Zach
0: thank you Zach